Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, this is John Lee Dumas of EO Fire and welcome to Master Leadership. Great leaders ask great questions and this podcast takes you on a journey to master leadership with questions that matter to leaders who matter with your host, Lily Sinabria. Hi, this is Lily, and welcome to Master Leadership, where we connect with leaders worldwide to gain insights on important topics to help us on our journey towards greater significance. If you would like to participate as a guest, or if you have a question that you would like to ask a guest, go to masterleadership.org for more information. Glenn T. Campbell is the founder and CEO of Brandheart, a leading leadership coaching firm that helps C-suite executives get clarity, focus, and certainty about their best self so they can lead fulfilling and prosperous lives. Brandheart has worked with over 500 business leaders, entrepreneurs, and athletes from around the world to develop their personal and organizational brands. For over 20 years, Glenn held director and CEO positions at some of the world's top brand strategy and communication companies like Cleminger BBDO, Saatchi & Saatchi, Leo Burnett, and IdeaWorks across four continents. As a brand Specialists, he helped brands such as Toyota and Gatorade enter and grow their market share in Australia. What he learned leading and working with these top companies led him to start Brand Heart to empower current and future leaders. Our interview will begin right after messages from our sponsors. Have you been wanting to launch your podcast and just haven't found the right resources? I launched Master Leadership Podcast in 2016, and it now ranks in top 1% globally. I've gathered all I've learned and created Master Your Podcast in a Weekend course on Master Your Swag app so that you have everything you need to share your voice with the world, minus those excuses. So download Master Your Swag app on Google or Apple platforms to access the Master Your Podcast course and launch your podcast this weekend. Welcome, Glenn Campbell. How are you? I'm particularly well. Feeling fantastic. Why would you choose any other way? Oh, that's right. I love that. <laughs> so I am in New York. Where are you calling from? I'm in Sydney, Australia. Oh, so you're in my future, aren't you? I am, and it's going pretty well. So you've Thank got you. lots of good things to look forward to. <laughs> I love it. I love it. We're excited to have you on our podcast. Are you ready to pour into our listeners? I am, yes. All right. Glenn, so tell us a bit about your path to leadership and what you're doing now. Well, Lily, it all started pretty early in school. I went to a private boys boarding school, a military school, actually. And, you know, I was an officer in the Army cadets there. I was a captain of many of the sports teams. I was voted to prefect of the year in my final year at school. And then that kind of continued into university where I did two degrees, one in commerce with a major in marketing and one in psychology. And I led a lot of projects. I just kind of naturally felt that people were choosing me and saying, Glenn, you could lead this, you can do this, Glenn, why don't you help us out? And so I found myself in that position a lot. 
And then, of course, after leaving college, I immediately started a brand strategy and communications company from scratch and led that. Then I moved out of that after several years and into the bigger brand strategy and communications companies like Saatchi and Saatchi and Leo Burnett. And I've had many leadership roles in those companies across four continents and also four CEO roles of multi-million dollar branding companies over a 12-year period. Then about 15 years ago, Lily, I started my own company called Brand Heart. Mm. And I've been coaching leaders to discover their authentic personal brand and organizational brand ever since and doing a bit of work around high performance leadership and business coaching as well. So yeah, that's the journey. You're really good at summarizing years of amazing work. I'm so curious. You did major in psychology. I did a psychology degree, not a major. So you did a psychology degree. Was that helpful in your leadership journey? Because for me, leadership is a lot about social emotional development. I'll be completely honest with you here. I think there's two aspects of this. There's an aspect where there were certain amounts of that degree that I actively spent unlearning. And there were certain aspects of that degree that kind of propelled me forward into a much greater understanding. And remember, I went into my career in brand strategy and communications. So the psychology of that is very important, knowing how the brain works, knowing how belief systems work and behavior works, and how to influence people to do things, you know, in a way that's win-win, of course, we want it to be win-win, is very important. So, you know, that sort of began that journey of me going into my curiosity into you know, what makes human beings do what they do and think what they think and act the way they act and respond in ways and, you know, to various stimuli. And so that really started that journey. And then I must admit, I've done a lot of work since then. I've, I'm a master in NLP, neuro-linguistic programming. I have a master's in hypnotherapy. I've done a lot of work around modern psychology and spirituality. I've done a massive amount of work in quantum physics and neuroscience as well. You're speaking my language. Yeah, well, (laughs) leaders need to know this stuff. They need to understand this stuff. Um, And if they don't, they're really behind the eight ball. They're really going to struggle. Absolutely love it. Now, tell us a bit more about Brand Heart. I love the name. Brand Heart is really the process of helping leaders to move out of their rational mind, their conscious mind, and to more actively connect that with their subconscious mind or what I call the non-conscious mind, because that's where the real game is. I mean, we know from neuroscience that 95% of all behavior comes from your subconscious mind or your non-conscious mind where your belief systems are held. And also that, I believe, the subconscious mind is really where your intuitive power comes from. And the intuitive power is expressed through your feelings and your emotions, through your heart. And so what I'm trying to do really with Brandhart is to bring leaders out of the rational, functional, operational existence that is very systematic and structured and connecting with people through their heart, through their true higher self, their real self. And, you know, when I've found that organizations are heart-led organizations and leaders get back into their heart, which is their true higher self. That's what the personal brand work is all about, Lily. When they get back into their true higher self, their heart-led self, they run significantly better organizations with significantly better cultures and they serve their clients 
and their customers in vastly better ways. They lead categories and it shows on their bottom line as well. The ROI is always massive. I love that. In fact, I was just doing a training today and I said the four letter word. I said it. I love. said love. Good I for you, love. Lily. We need more <laughs> love on this planet. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's the highest vibrating emotion that we have. And we need to bring it into leadership, into organizations. And so I love the work that you're doing. Where can we get more information? If any leaders are interested in talking to me or um, hearing more about what I do, they can just email me. I mean, I would love to talk to people direct. And so let's cut away all the friction and all that other stuff they have to go through. So they can just email me at glen, G-L-E-N, at bsimethod.com, bsimethod.com. My website is bsimethod.com. bsimethod.com. The BSI Method is under the Brand Heart Company. The BSI Method is my personal branding method for executives, business leaders, in fact, for anybody. You know, I've done a lot of elite athletes, celebrities, mainly focus on entrepreneurial leaders now because I love entrepreneurs. I love their energy. I love their ability to, you know, fail forward and fail often, as they say in Silicon Valley. They move fast and hard, they're adaptable, they're innovative, so I love that about them. And I also think that entrepreneurs are running mostly small to medium enterprise, and we know that small to medium enterprise is the backbone of any economy. And so I want to be a part of developing that backbone, right? That's right. Love the work that you're doing. So, Glenn, as a lifelong learner, what are you learning right now? Well, I'm really focusing in on continuing to study neuroscience and quantum physics. And so it's important to me to understand how the brain works. So I love the work of guys like uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza, who does a lot of work around neuroscience and also around energy, around quantum physics. That's the other aspect of the study I'm looking at. This whole idea of quantum physics, which is a very new science, you know, but it's, but it's irrefutable, is all about energy. It teaches us that energy, everything is energy. You, me, the chairs we're sitting on, everything is energy. And that like energy attracts like energy. And so if we're going to attract success in our lives, we've got to vibrate at that energetic level. And so we've got to vibrate at the energy of success and at the energy of love you were talking about a moment ago. You know, the energy of love has been quantified as 528 hertz. That's the vibrational energy of love. And when you're vibrating at that higher vibrational energy, you have a tendency to attract that energy as well. And so you attract the right kind of clients, you attract the right kind of people and opportunities, and it becomes amazing. You know, I've coined the phrase, Lily, that leaders that master energy master everything. And I want to teach leaders how to vibrate at that high level of energy where their intentions energetically attract what they want and they manifest that in their lives. And leaders can do this. I do it all the time. I do it every day. I love it. I mean, I literally energetically manifest my day. My minute-by-minute experiences I manifest. And literally everything I consciously intend and then subconsciously believe, this is a neuroscience part of it, subconsciously believe to be true becomes real. It's just the way it works. I mean, this is how quantum physics works. If anybody needs to know about that, they should know about that. And also the role that the brain plays inside the context of this, you know, creating the new neural pathways, you know, those energetic kind of neural connections that we need 
that help us to create new behaviours, that creates, you know, positive change in our lives in an authentic way that's authentic to our true higher selves, which is this idea of coming from the heart. And so, yeah, neuroscience and quantum physics, you know, I've been working on a lot and I've, I've actually incorporated that into my leadership coaching for the last two years now. And, you know, I have to tell you, Glenn, I feel your energy. You said something, your words landed, and I have goosebumps. You certainly practice what you preach. Well, I did now a meditation this morning at 5 a.m., like I do every day. And that's how I begin my day. I elevate my energy, consciously elevate my energy. And this is another aspect. This whole idea of conscious leadership, Lily, is something that I love, you know. And when I say consciousness, I don't mean just the consciousness, I mean the unity of the conscious and subconscious minds so that they become holistic whole. And so you don't have, you know, this whole idea of negative limiting beliefs working against your conscious intentions because the negative beliefs are going to win every time. And so to me, it's really about this idea of getting this holistic consciousness around how you lead from the heart. And that changes everything. It's game changing. Master energy, master everything. Yeah. And, you know, my experience has been that I can't do this alone. I need a coach. I need someone to help me, especially when you're talking about limiting beliefs, because often we don't even see those. And so I've grown tremendously with coaching. And so I know you offer that. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, well, I've been coaching leaders now for the last 15 years. In fact, you know, I started Brandhart. And I started doing organizational branding and very quickly I came to the realization that if I can't work on the person that is the most influential person in the business, which is the leader, and I can't help them to kind of get clarity and focus and to get energetic mastery, you know, around who they are. And you know, those two questions that have plagued humanity for time immemorial, who am I and why am I here? Wait, hold on. I love you, Glenn. Because those are the questions. I asked three questions. Who are you? What do you desire and why? Of leaders. Yeah. And they look at me like deer in a headlight. Would you like to know my why? Of course I would. Tell us. Okay. I start with those two powerful words always. I am. Mm -hmm. I am the light that awakens leaders to higher self-realization. That's my why. Never changes. Love it. I know my why. And this is the work that I do. You know, I don't help leaders create mission statements that are 30 words long. They're never going to remember that. I help them to create uh, their vision. That why is a vision, right? It's a vision, personal vision. That's my personal vision. And so I've got real clarity about why I'm here on this planet. You know, remember Mark Twain once said, the two most important days of your life are the day you were born and the day you find out why. And the vast majority of people on this planet never get to experience the joy of that second day where they find their why. And I call the why a personal vision statement. And I help leaders to get their personal vision statement, their core purpose statement, and then their true higher self-identity. And once leaders have that, they become unstoppable. Everything changes. I mean, and then what they do is you create this symbiosis between their personal brand and their organizational brand and the symbiosis creates this kind of energetic power that creates cultures that become unstoppable. I don't help leaders create cultures that are values-based. 
Why would you impose your values on somebody else? What I do is I help leaders create cultures that are energy-based. And it's about your emotions. And so I'm going to share my why. Yes, please do. I'd love to hear it. So I am a full spectrum abundance center for divine use and distribution, like a merchant vessel bringing divine supplies. I laugh at days to come. Oh, it's beautiful, Lily. You know, again, you know how you said you got goosebumps? I got goosebumps. <laughs> High five. High five. It's you're a kindred spirit. This is beautiful stuff. And this is the stuff that we're really suffering from on this planet right now. And I'll tell you why, because, you know, when we were brought into this world, right from the moment we kind of came into this world, you know, those first seven or eight years, the imprinting years, they call them from a psychological point of view. It's when, you know, the child is in a theta state of mind. And the theta state of mind really accepts everything. It's just like this sponge. And so therefore, all the programming from, you know, all the influences, our parents and uh, the system and, um, you know, education and uh, their, the environment, everything, it gets imprinted on our minds. And it creates this kind of these powerful beliefs, most of which no longer serve us and, in fact, never did. And so, you know, it's imagine this, we're kind of now into, you know, whatever age you are, and you're still operating from these old, you know, 101 uh, beliefs, which is the old operating system. Yeah. And nobody's ever really upgraded their operating system to new beliefs yeah. for a new world and new times. And, you know, that is in coherence with their true higher self. And so the work that I do is help to overcome all that old programming, that those, those old limiting beliefs that we were talking about a moment ago, and upgrade their programming in a way that is authentic to their true higher self. And when that happens, it's like, you know what, I've had men and women sit in front of me and literally break down and cry. Mm. I never do this work where I lead the witness, right? My true magic, you know, my alchemy really is to help them to discover what's already in there yes. and to bring it out. And when they bring it out, they literally break down and go, oh my God, it is me. That's who I am. It's my true self, right? It's my real me. The realization of that is so profound that they literally break down with joy. I mean, they're tears of joy. You know, I had one CEO, a woman sitting in front of me in my office here in Sydney, literally cried for 25 minutes. And I just sat there and waited because I just thought, this is just your moment, right? I mean, this is brilliant. And at the finish, she said, I'm so sorry. And I said, why? Why be sorry? This is amazing. This is your time of awakening, right? Where you just kind of realized, wow. And she went back into her company and literally changed everything. This was about 12 months ago. It was like she had this magic wand. And this is quantum physics, right? This is the energy. And her revenue doubled twice. Her profit quadrupled. Wow. Twice revenue, quadrupled profit. And, you know, people were killing themselves to get into her company. She became the company of choice where, you know, the real talent said, that's the company we want to work for. And so all of these things started playing a role. And the other thing I noticed about her, and this was a part of the coaching I did, was I got her to work less. She was working too hard. Yeah. More time with the family, more time pursuing the things that she loved, you know, and that made her a better leader. That's right. So let's talk a little bit about leadership today. Like when you think of leadership today, what most concerns you and what are you most hopeful about? 
you know, I'll come back to the theme that leaders don't really know who they are. You know, you were talking about that kind of rabbit in front of the headlights, right? They get stunned when you say, tell me about yourself. Tell me why you're here, what you do, who you are. Most of them go straight to their title or they go to their role or they go to the company they work for or where they live or, you know, all these other things that are not true, not real. You know, I call it identity theft. And so because they're not sure of that and they know they're not sure in their heart, you know, when there's chaotic times like there is now, they get confused. They become a part of the chaos. They're not really equipped. They have this inability to be able to deal with these, this kind of massive chaotic change. And that's the thing that concerns me most, is that they're not relying on their true authentic self to get the answers, because we're not going to get the answers externally. You know, one of the things I say a lot, Lily, is, you know, you cannot possibly battle external chaos with internal chaos or external uncertainty with internal uncertainty. So, you know, we know from Stoic philosophy, from guys like Marcus Aurelius and Seneca and Epictetus and guys like that, you know, they talk a lot about the only thing you can control is yourself. You know, you can't really control anything externally, so stop trying. I mean, just love what happens externally, but be in control of yourself. And so I talk a lot to leaders about getting, knowing and understanding who you are, why you're here, having complete control of yourself. And then that's where you get your answers from, right? And so, you know, it's, a lot of people call it intuition. I know from a massive study done by Harvard University into their top 2% alumni, they said one of the key success factors for them was their ability to trust and develop their intuition. And so what's your intuition? Well, that's your subconscious or your non-conscious mind talking to you through the sensations and feelings of your heart. And so they're trusting their intuitive powers. And a lot of leaders today have suppressed that ability because they've relied on data or they've relied on, you know, the practical operational stuff, right? It's all about that. And so that's not going to provide the answers on how to move forward. And so the big concern is that they don't have this foundation of knowing who they are and why they're here. They're really suffering as a result of that in this chaotic time. You know, you mentioned trust. I actually have an episode called My Trust Manifesto, how important it is to leadership. It is the foundation of what you do. So as a leader, if you're not developed in that area, you're not going to build something that vibrates higher. We've got to do the work. And that's where the rub is. And that's why it is hard work. It's not easy, but it's so, so worth it. And I applaud you for what you do. You know, Gandhi once said, if you cannot go within, you will go without. And so I'm in the business of taking leaders back within to discover where the true power is. I saw some studies from MIT recently, the neuroscientists. I think they did a collaboration with the neuroscientists at Stanford. And they were trying to quantify the difference between the conscious mind and the non-conscious mind. And the reason I say this is because where the real power is for leaders is actually internally. That's where their real power is. And you've got to draw on that and trust that power, right? So trust really starts with yourself first. You've got to trust yourself first. And so the conscious mind they found was traveling at speeds of about 120 miles an hour. The non-conscious mind was traveling at speeds of 235,000 miles per hour. 
So wow. think about this. So where's the power? And if you looked at it in terms of bits per second, like a computer, the conscious mind travels at 2,000 bits per second. The non-conscious mind, are you ready for this, Lily? The non-conscious mind travels at 400 million bits per second. And so, you know, everybody is working wow. in their conscious minds and their thinking minds and believing that's where the real power is. I'll think my way through this. I'll use the scientific method or I'll use the critical thinking theory or whatever it is. You know, to a degree it works. But I can tell you, you know, I find that incredibly limited because it's what I call dead thinking. Dead thinking is I'm doing the same things over and over again. I'm thinking of some repackaging stuff that's already been done. Whereas the non-conscious mind, that subconscious, that 400 million bits per second powerhouse has got enormous answers. And so what I do is when I've got a challenge is I consciously think about what that challenge is and get clarity about it. Then I give it to my non-conscious mind to solve the problem. And I literally do that while I'm sleeping. And so I'll wake up in the morning and I'll go, oh, I know what to do there. I've got this great idea that's kind of never been done before. Now, that's live thinking. That's thinking that's never been done before. That's new. That's true innovation. Repackaging old ideas is not innovation. Innovation is live thinking. And so live thinking is a new idea, something that's brand new, that's never been done, that, you know, that kind of passes the test. You've got to pressure test this stuff against relevancy and against how it's going to serve your team or your family or your clients. Uh, of course, you've got to pass it through those tests, filters, but it really doesn't take much because that's the way it works. And so, you know, when I go to bed every night, I literally go to bed and go, well, this is the challenge I've got. And I'm looking for my non-conscious mind. By the way, I've given my non-conscious mind a name. So I've personified the whole thing. It's Michael. And I just say, Michael, I need you to solve this problem for me. And when I wake up in the morning, I'll have a solution. I really look forward to that. And thank you for your help. And off it goes. And what I find out is in the morning, and usually what happens, Lily, is I wake up at 3 a.m. And so I wake up at 3 a.m. with a pad beside me and I write down the answer. It's like, there it is. Bang, I've got it. Beautiful. Didn't even have to think about it. Uh, but could you not wake me up at three o'clock in the morning? I'd rather wake up at six or five when I normally wake up. <laughs> and so um, it's a massive skill that I want to teach leaders how to do this. You know, stop working so hard. Stop thinking. I mean, I say to leaders a lot, the biggest challenge you've got is you think too much. Stop thinking. What you really need to do is allow the answers to come to you. And they will if you get out of your own way. To allow those answers to come, we have to be still. And sometimes we're not good at that. Most of the time, we're not good at that. <laughs> Most of the time, you're absolutely right. So I'm really curious because you're not the first one who has said, instead of subconscious mind, non-conscious mind. And I know that words matter. So why the distinction? How could a consciousness that is a powerhouse behind 95% of your behavior, your perception and behavior, we know this. You know, your conscious mind controls 5% of your perception and behavior. Your non-conscious mind controls 95%. How could a mind that's traveling at 235,000 miles an hour, that's operating at 400 billion bits per second, be called sub? Words do matter. It's not sub. A lot of people think sub is below. It's not below. That's right. That's right. I love it. Thank you. All right. We have a question from one of our former guests. So Simon Severino wants to know, what are three things that make you happy on a bad day? Well, the first thing is there's no such thing as a bad day. 
this comes from Greek philosophy. The Greeks have got a lot to answer for with some of these things because it's this kind of dualism, you know, right, wrong, good, bad. I call it the Plato virus. <laughs> and so Plato, you know, they, they kind of did this, you know, things are right, things are wrong, things are good, things are bad. You know, the other night my wife said to me, you know, do you want the good news or the bad news? And I said, well, I don't really care. It's just news. There is no good or bad. I mean, good or bad is created by you. It's a perception. You know, by the way, I mean, what is bad anyway? If you've got a challenge, embrace the challenge. This is brilliant. Right. I mean, this is why we're here, to solve problems. I mean, there's no bad. It's just like it's another challenge. So, you know, I'm just going to move forward into that challenge and overcome it because I can. And so the first thing I would do is reframe that and say, well, there is no good or bad. And so because we've reframed this question, the fact of the matter is, what do I do to retain my highest level of being? And so the things that I do are really quite simple. You know, I begin every day with a meditation. And the meditation is to focus on my passionately held intentions, what I intend to manifest in my life. The three things that I always concentrate on is to continue to expand my self-awareness and consciousness to be a, a truly authentic sovereign being vibrating at the energy of love and above, that's one. Number two is that I retain my ability to be at the peak of health and well-being. And there's many things I do around exercise and around my nutrition and how I sleep and you know hydration, all those things. And so peak of health and well-being, because if we're not healthy and well, we're in trouble. And the third thing I do is I kind of focus my intentions around my ability to live in abundance. And so they're the three things I focus on. I start my day with that. You know, this idea of sovereignty at an energetic level of love, this idea of health and well-being, and this idea of living in an, in a completely abundant state. And that means abundance for everything, as well as wealth. So financial abundance is a part of that as well. And so they're the three things I focus on every day. And I have these little affirmations that I work on every day as well. And so when I walk downstairs and get a cup of coffee or a tea or something like that, I'll be walking downstairs saying, I am an abundance of health. I am an abundance of wealth. I am an abundance of love. And so I use those affirmations to continue the programming of the non-conscious mind. And that I'm literally saying to my non-conscious mind, this is who I am. This is the way it is. And so it shall be. And so it is done. And so that's the way I live my life, my day. And so there are no bad days. And, you know, when there's some kind of event that happens, you know, there's an event happening right now. I call it the black swan event, you know, around this planet right now. And so, you know, what's it mean to me? Of course, I've got a plan and, uh, you know, consciously I've got to be aware of it. But I will manifest my life in my way. I will not have some external event tell me what to do. Um, it's just not going to work like that. You know, I'm in charge here. You are the cause yeah. of your life. I am the cause. That's right. And I say that to myself quite often. Uh, in fact, you know, the other word that I use is I come from creator and I am creator. And yeah. so I will create my existence, you know, my minute by minute experiences. Nobody else is going to do that to me because if they do, I'm just a victim. I'm, I've allowed them to do it anyway. And so that's not happening. Mm. Thank you so much. Now, as a listener of this podcast, what's a question that you would like a future leadership guest? to respond to? Like, what are you curious about? Who are you and why are you here? And if you have trouble, uh, you know, enunciating that, articulating that in less than 10 seconds, there's trouble.
You know, you need to focus on that. That should be the absolutely essential primal thing that you step back and focus on. The ability to get back to your true, to rediscover, because it's not new, to rediscover your true higher source self. And to be able to articulate that in words, because we use words, that's how we communicate. And also to be able to articulate that in your energy. And once a leader can do that, everything else from there gets a whole lot easier and more fun. Who are you and why are you here? Two very powerful questions. Thank you. Now, Glenn, is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners? Yes, there is. One of the guys that I love reading is Dr. Daniel Goleman. You would have read his books, Emotional Intelligence, Mm -hmm. Primal Leadership Focus. He's a best-selling author many times over, a professor in psychology. I love reading his work. He teams up a lot with a guy by the name of Richard Boyatzis. And one of the key pillars of extraordinary leadership, and the first one, the most important one, is self-awareness. And so the thing that I would like to finish with is You know, what are you doing to expand your self-awareness? And then how are you bringing that into the second pillar, which is self-control? How are you aligning your behavior with your self-awareness? They're the things that I would say that really need the focus, you know, to develop those capabilities first and foremost, because that's the key to life and that's the key to business. That's a great way to end this. So bsimethod.com to get more information on your amazing work, or they can contact you at glenn at bsimethod.com. Thank you so much for adding value to me and to our listeners. It's been a great conversation. A real pleasure, Lily. Thank you. In closing, here's a quick message. Coaching is the art of influence that underpins leadership in the 21st century. It is the very thing that can get you from being stuck to being extraordinary. So go to masterleadership.org and sign up to get a free coaching session. Until next time, continue to ignite that leader in you.